It is zero hour thirty universal time. And here is the news in special English. Six United Nations representatives began observing the enforcement of a ceasefire in Syria Monday. A spokesman for diplomat Kofi Annan said UN observers plan to contact the government and opposition forces so both sides fully understand the work of the observers. Twenty-five more observers are expected to arrive in Syria in the next few days. Also on Monday, opposition activists said government troops continued to shell rebel neighborhoods in the Syrian city of Homs. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights told VOA security forces killed 14 civilians in Homs. Clashes reportedly took place in other parts of the country. The American ambassador to the UN said Monday that the Security Council would consider sending a larger group to Syria if the violence continues. Iran's foreign minister says his country is ready to answer concerns about its nuclear program in exchange for an easing of economic restrictions. Foreign Minister Ali Akbar Salahi says Iran has a right to process uranium, but he said the country is ready to negotiate about the percentage of enrichment levels. Highly enriched uranium can be used to make nuclear weapons. Mr. Salahi said he held useful meetings last Saturday with representatives of six countries. They are Britain, China, France, Germany, Russia, and the United States. American defense officials say they regret the reported wrongdoing last week by members of the military and Secret Service. Several members of the Secret Service are accused of involvement with sex workers in Colombia. The agents and officers were in Colombia to prepare for President Obama's visit. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Martin Dempsey, told reporters in Washington that the military let the president down. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta said the service members will be held responsible if they are found to have violated rules. Eleven Secret Service agents and at least five members of the military are under restrictions while under investigation. The directors of the World Bank have named Jim Yong Kim as the new president of the bank. Dr. Kim is president of Dartmouth College in the United States. He earlier organized United Nations efforts to fight the disease AIDS, and he created an organization to improve health care in poor countries. 
This is the first time there have been competing candidates for the top position at the World Bank. The directors appointed Dr. Kim instead of Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala, the former finance minister of Nigeria. Colombia's former finance minister withdrew as a candidate last week. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The United Nations Security Council has condemned North Korea for its attempted launch of a long-distance rocket last week. The Council also agreed to place new restrictions on the country. The Council statement calls the launch a serious violation of Security Council resolutions. It also demands that North Korea not launch any other rockets using ballistic missile technology. And it says that North Korea should suspend all nuclear weapons and existing nuclear programs. There was no immediate reaction from North Korea to the statement. The United States Defense Department says the Hakani Organization was probably responsible for the attacks in Afghanistan Sunday. Four civilians, 11 Afghan security forces, and 36 militants were killed in a series of bombings and shootings. The Taliban said Sunday that it carried out the attacks. The fighting lasted 18 hours. It ended when Afghan troops, supported by NATO helicopters, raided a building in Kabul where militants were hiding. Afghan President Hamid Karzai praised the Afghan security forces for defending the country. In Pakistan, officials are searching for more than 300 escaped prisoners. They were freed from their prison in northern Pakistan Sunday after a raid by Taliban militants. Four top officials at the prison were suspended after the raid. The provincial information minister said 66 prisoners voluntarily returned but no high-level terrorists who escaped have returned. The prison is in the town of Banu, near Pakistan's North Waziristan tribal area. This is a center for Taliban and Al-Qaeda extremists. Violence has increased along the border between Sudan and South Sudan. International officials have expressed concern about possible war between the two nations. On Sunday, Sudanese planes bombed Unity State in South Sudan. Reports say five people were killed. America's ambassador to the United Nations condemned the attacks especially one that hit a U.N. camp in the area. 
Susan Rice also expressed concern about South Sudan's continued presence in the town of Heglij. Both countries claim ownership of Heglij, but South Sudan seized control of the town last week. Ambassador Rice says the Security Council would meet to discuss the crisis as early as Tuesday. Runners from Kenya delivered the strongest performances Monday at the Boston Marathon race. They took the top three positions in both the men's and women's races. Wesley Courier won the men's race with a time of two hours, twelve minutes, forty seconds. In the women's contest, Sharon Cherup finished just two seconds ahead of the second-place winner. Her time was two hours, thirty-one minutes, and fifty seconds. Because the weather was so hot, the finishing times were some of the slowest in recent Boston Marathon history. And now briefly, here again is the main news for this hour. Six United Nations representatives began observing enforcement of a ceasefire in Syria Monday. Iran's foreign minister says his country is ready to answer concerns about its nuclear program in exchange for an easing of economic restrictions. And American defense officials say they regret the reported wrongdoing last week by members of the military and secret service. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.